You know, I wrote a column today about college football and what I call the silly season. The silly season of college football has begun. It's gotten to a point where it's so stupid, it's actually ruined college football for me. And I'm not talking about the transfer portal, and I'm not talking about NIL, because those are things that are important, I think, for athletes, and they deserve to have. But the use of those things and what they've become have become so stupid, I can't even really articulate that we aren't even watching the same sport as before. Forget about the fact that we've got, for instance, five conferences that are considered major conferences. For the longest time, you know, we've had four teams make the playoffs, even though there's five conferences. Now we're going to blow up one conference and go to 12 teams making the playoffs which doesn't seem to make sense to me at this point in time. Because now, eventually, you know, if you're talking about having three or four conferences where there's like basically 60 teams total or 65 teams in it, uh, the top four teams that emerge from that, you pretty much have eliminated everybody else just because they've all been in the same, you know, they've all, for instance, even though Washington and Oregon and Michigan and Ohio State are all in the, in the Big Ten now, only one of them can emerge as the champ, and whoever's the champ, put them in the playoff. Because to me, it's just makes sense. But the whole way that they went about the playoffs this year was just stupid. Because, as I've said many times, they should just basically say, it's actually an invitational, not a playoff. Because if it was a playoff, then we would have the three undefeated teams and Texas because Texas beat Alabama. And so then you'd have the four, you'd have four conference champs and the one that was left out is the one that lost to somebody else. That's what it should be. But they couldn't leave the SEC out, so they concocted this nonsense about how the eye test in Florida State. As I've said before, don't don't lie to me, okay? I would much rather I would much rather be able to uh um I would much rather just sort of be in a situation where I am um you you're basically telling me the truth. And the truth is you needed to put the SEC in. And if you said that, I would actually I would actually allow, or I, I, you know, I wouldn't like it, but I would at least say, well, okay, at least you're being honest. At least you're being honest. That's the key. At least you are being honest. And when you're being when you're being honest about the fact that this is who we're putting in, well, I mean, I guess that would be something that 
I would tell you, um, I could live with. We're putting them in for you know what we're putting them in for uh, for this actual reason. That's what I would tell you. But neither, nevertheless, we now have what I call the silly season. We've got bowl games that are being played that nobody cares about. Nobody's even thinking about. Nobody even wants to think about. Nobody even really wants to watch. And I'm not sure even how much of a, a reward they really are. Seriously, if you think about it, how much of a reward? Joe, if you were a Boston College player, you went 6-6, six and six, right? You looked horrible many weeks, and now you get to play in the Fenway Bowl in Boston. How much of a reward is that, really? Yeah, I mean, you know what? How much are you going to take out of going 6-6? Six and six? I guess the, <laughs> uh, the bowl game championship on you know resume or like pretty big for the head coach probably big for the the program but you know at the end of the day nothing against the Fenway Bowl but the Fenway Bowl is kind of the Fenway Bowl isn't it but I mean like if you're Pitt and you go to the Fenway Bowl at least you go to Boston yeah of course you're Boston College what is the point of that you're playing right in Boston Get, a, get yourself a better <laughs> chance to win it all with the home crowd and all that you're in a bowl game where you're going to stay at, in a hotel one night right Pretty much. And then, you know, I mean, if you're Syracuse and you go to the, what's the bowl in the, uh, New York City? Uh, the Pinstripe Bowl. Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah. Or your Rutgers. And I think Rutgers is in the Pinstripe Bowl. That would make what sense. What is the point of that? I'm just saying, like, to me, there's so many bowls where it's just like, what is the point? Sure. Fans and ticket sales and all that, possibly. And then, again, most of them aren't selling tickets. Draw more people. Most of them aren't selling tickets. Penn State's game will sell tickets because Penn State fans will go to, you know, whatever. What are they, in the Peach Bowl? Or are they, yeah, what, Peach are they Bowl with Ole Miss. Okay. Ole Miss and Penn State. Ole Miss, you know, I don't imagine their fans have a ton of experience going to New Year's Six games. And Penn State fans are going to go. So, I mean, in Atlanta, that's going to sell a lot of tickets. But most of these games, nobody cares about. And then, and that includes the players. When you see all these players that are opting out. Like when you saw that USC was playing whoever the hell they're playing in the Holiday Bowl, right? You're thinking, okay, I got a chance to go watch Caleb Williams play college football one more time. Guess what? He ain't going. There's a lot of people that are saying, oh, well, we should have, if Florida State wants to prove that they should have been in the playoffs, all they got to do is beat Georgia. Yeah, but the problem is it's not really going to be Florida State they're playing, seeing as they've got a bunch of guys that have opted out. They've got a bunch of guys that are in the transfer portal. It's and, and 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 the other part of it is neither Georgia or Florida State really want to be in that game. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Nobody cares. But I, I can live with that because that's been a part of what's happened for a long, long time. Here's what I can't live with anymore, Joel. I can't take three things. I want to thank God, my teammates, my coaches. I want to tell you, I'm always a, I'm a, I'm always a rug rat for life. However, I'm transferring. <laughs> can we do without these grand pronouncements like that? Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand. I've that. had enough of that. I've had enough of. Well, 
I want to thank God, my family, and everybody else because guess what? Now I've found a new home. Or the granddaddy of them all, which has become more and more prevalent. I want to thank God and everybody else, but in reviewing it with God, I've decided to take my name out of the transfer portal and stay where I'm at. I mean, some of these guys... Again, they're all playing the system the way they need to play the system. I get it. But to me, could they have put a worse concept? Could they have put a worse conceived, a more poorly disorganized piece of garbage system in than what they have right now? I don't think they could have if they tried. There's ways they could have made it so that everybody gets their money. Everybody can move around. Everybody can still transfer if they need to, right? I get all that. But to me, they just kind of threw it together and slapped it together and didn't even think about it. Didn't even think about it. Basically just didn't care. Basically wanted to get the lawsuits out of the, you know, off the front page and, and out of the courtroom. So said, hey, how about if we give you this? But here's the other thing, Joel. Every one of these coaches whines about tampering, right? When they lose one of their players, it's always, well, some, you know, some anonymous team, and I'm not going to say who it was, but, you know, they've uh, been offering my uh, quarterback a lot of money, right? Do you know why they never name names? Number one, because most of the time it's just BS. It's just like, let, let me just throw out this phony outrage. But number two, it's because they're all doing it. How do I know that, Joel? Here's how I know that. Because if you ever notice this guy, these 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 team, these players, you know, after they say, I want to thank God and friends and family and this and that and everything, I'll always be a rug rat for life, but guess what? I'm transferring. They put that up on Twitter, and guess what? Five minutes later, they put up that they've got like 15 offers. From other schools. It's like, well, wait a minute, how's that work? You just announced that you're in the, you're not even probably in officially in the transfer portal. You just announced you're going to go into the transfer portal and now you have all these offers? Pretty much. Tells me that NIL coalitions and things of the such were talking to your agents and you're talking to your family and your friends and everything else. That's what that tells me. That's the tampering I'm talking about. They would be much better off, much better off, Joel, if they if they said all of these NIL coalitions have to be sanctioned by the athletic department because then they would be subject to NCAA rules. So you basically, you know, if you want to have an NCAA, if you want to have a, 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 a an NIL coalition, it has to be sanctioned and monitored by the athletic department. Because then there are compliance rules and some of the tra- the tampering and some of the nonsense that goes on would not be able to go on. Keeps everything more disciplined yes. overall and less chance of everything getting out of control. Secondly, it was never meant to be an inducement for recruiting. If you make it, if you move it into... The uh, uh, if you move it into the athletic department, guess what? 
it becomes a lot when it's being monitored now and there's compliance, it becomes a lot more difficult, right? A lot more difficult. You can still give these guys two and a half million dollars, but guess what? If we find out you your coalition was talking to this agent or something before this guy was in the transfer portal, now it's an NCA violation. And the other thing I'm done with, Joel, I, I, I don't listen. College football was never meant to be a lifetime career. These guys that are getting seven, eight years, six, seven, eight years, these guys that are transferring, you know, four different places and playing for seven years, it's got to stop. I think you get five years. It, it used to be you get five years, four years to play five, or five years to play four, and that's what it should be. But what about an injury? Injuries happen. Unfortunately, but college football was never meant to be, hey, you know what? You can play till you're 28 years old. Never was meant to be that. And I see these guys that they squeeze the COVID year out, then they squeeze the hardship year out, then they're going into their seventh or eighth year. It's absolutely ridiculous. Five years to play four is what you should get. And if you have a few injuries... You know what? Going back to the conversation I started the show with, life ain't fair. Life is tough sometimes. It is what it is. Fight through it. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. It's the Paul's Eye Show 93.7.